You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 104. In this episode, I'm doing honor coaching with Insa Kunkel. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm talking to Insa, who is in my Samba program. Insa has just gone through the Passionathon course and has found her true passion and the right business idea. She is ready to change her current business and is now wondering who is the right ideal client for her new business. Do you want to start a new business or change your current business? Find your true passion and the right business idea with my video series. You can sign up for free by going to sigrun.com forward slash 104. I am so excited to be here on this on-air coaching call with Insa Kunkel, who is in my Samba program and recently finished the Passionathon as well. Thank you for being here, Insa. Hello, and thank you for having me here. I'm very excited and happy to do this with you on air. <laughs> so tell us before we dive into your current challenge, what have you been doing so far as a business? I'm since... 10 years working as a freelancer. I'm kind of a content creator for businesses, like writing newsletters, emails, and stuff like this. And yeah, this and I do give live workshops in Berlin and in-house workshops, um, for example, for the German police or for the um, government in Berlin. So everybody who wants to know how to write professional can come to me. Okay, so you've been writing professional content for companies or governmental agencies on that level and you want to shift your business that's one of the reasons you did the passionathon and what did you figure out is your new direction yeah that's i'm still like under fire <laughs> uh, yeah i want to be i want to work as a speaker trainer and i just found out it in a passionathon i don't know when but since one or two weeks, it's so 100% um, in my head and I'm just very excited to go for it. Perfect. And I am very happy to see another graduate of the Passionathon have found their true passion and the right business idea. Now the question is the next step. And what is your challenge currently after having figured out what you want to do? What is the challenge now? My challenge is who is my perfect client for my new service? Okay, and you say you have thought about several different clients. So let's talk about that. I found, I wrote down like four ideal clients. Mm -hmm. They are all women and they are all business ladies. So this is a, a speak for business context, speaker trainer. There's one, she's, she's very, very young, like 28, and she will have her first big meeting in her company. And so she's very happy to do it, but she, she's looking for some quick advices and she will find it in Instagram. 
And then there's another one. She is in the middle of 30 and she is a tax or a lawyer, something like this, because I'm also a lawyer from my education. Uh, so, and she um, is invited to be a speaker and she's very keen on it, but she's always, oh, how can I do it? And stuff like this. And then there's a third one. She is an expert and she is also invited to speak as a speaker. And she will speak in front of people who are not expert in her theme. So she's wondering, how can I talk about the theme um, so it is um, entertainment for others? And the fourth one is, she's a profi. And um, she works since some years as a speaker. And she wish a fresh look on it. Like, um, she's very, she knows what she's doing on, on the stage. But she's wondering how she can, yeah, what else she can do or maybe in combination with social media or whatever. Yeah. So you have these four different ideal clients and you are not sure who is the right one for you. Or let's say the right one to start with. Yeah. They could all be your potential clients in the future, but we have to start somewhere. Yeah. Which one could you already contact, let's say, on Monday? Actually, I did contact already <laughs> uh, twice when I was last year, last week on, on the bar and, and I told everybody, hey, I'm speaker trainer. And people were excited. And I think this is uh, number two because she's very, very close to me and to my situation and to my background and to my way of life and what, whatever. So she's not, not somebody who is on the stage and is uh, ready for shaka shaka and stuff like this. She... She knows what she's good in and she just want to put it on the stage, yeah. So, yeah. So someone who is more similar like you and probably someone you're already networking with. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when we think about the right ideal client and we have many different options, we often have to look at what's closest to us, the proximity, you know. And when we have an ideal client that is very difficult to get. Like you would have to do lots of marketing. You would have to network. You would have to promote. You would have to contact lots of people. It becomes so hard to start. So what is your right ideal client now, today, and for the next weeks and next months is one of those four, but it might be another one next year. Mm -hmm. So what I would say, you start with the proximity, the network. Like, who can you get closest to right away? Uh, when I was starting my business, I was in Facebook groups. So my obvious ideal client was people I was interacting daily with already. Now that can change. Now I'm not so active in those Facebook groups any longer. And my ideal client changes. And the same for you. Do you see the person that is now already on your radar Possibly you're going to work with her soon. Do you see more of those potential similar to her? Yeah. 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 Because I worked for free many years in Berlin for entrepreneurs and we organized lots of events. And so I still have lots of contacts and yeah. they were all um, women out of lots of many um, topics. So lawyer and I don't know, um, all the stuff like this. So. So it sounds like that is, you know, really your ideal client to start with. 
Yeah? Is someone who's an expert in their field, they know their subject really well, but they haven't crafted their signature talk mm-hmm. or they would like to have a more polished look at, maybe they've given a talk before, probably they have, but even if they haven't, that is still an opportunity to craft their message, right? Mm-hmm. How well in detail have you described this person? Oh, I wrote a book. <laughs> you wrote a book? Uh, <laughs> okay. No, um, you know, I did this um, exercise two years ago. And to be honest, I was like, oh, no, not again, ideal client. But then I said, okay, Sigrun always says, trust the process. And I trust it. So I started and I think I wrote uh, for every person like two or three pages. And it's just came out and out. But I didn't do it all in one day. So... But it was all in. I just had to write it down. And when I read it now, I'm thinking like, hey, this could be a blog post and this and this and that. So cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly, you know, I know there's a lot of people that don't like the ideal client exercise and I'm not the only one using it. It's like most business coaches use this exercise because it works. But many people try to skip it. And obviously this time it was so much easier. Why do you think it was so much easier to do the exercise now? Because... Um, Everything I know from you until now, I'm always listening to your podcast and everything. It's just, I'm always saying, hey, this, yeah, that's just my point. She's just touching the right thing. And uh, I really trust you. I love the exercises before. I did a vision board two years ago, but this was something special. And this vision board is in, I have a little office and it's always on my desk. So every morning I come in, yep. So this is quite far away from the situation I live now, but I am sure I will reach it. And I'm so, all these exercises, I mean, I wrote down my life in 10 years with my family and I wrote down the whole week how I know in the future on Friday, I will be with my team in the studio uh, for my great uh, YouTube channel. I mean, it's cool. (laughs) Yes. And you know, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I wrote it down kind of realistic, but also with dreams, because I'm not dreaming of being multimillionaire. I just want to live and have time for my, myself and my family and yeah, for some specials. That's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you touched exactly on what is a very good idea is once you have written down your ideal client, it doesn't mean that you publish the whole thing on your website. I don't recommend that necessarily, but out of the exercise, you should definitely write a blog post targeted to this person. So instead of publishing your ideal client results, which are more like internal information for you, is write it for her perspective. She is looking for help on being a better speaker. She's already the expert. So it's very easy to write, for instance, a work with me page. You know, typical work with me pages start with like, them not you and then you come into what you want to offer them right Mm -hmm. so that's the next step you can do right now you can write a work with me page you can check out my website uh how i write it i write it in a very tough tone to make sure i push the people away who are not right for me and i track the others who love my tone of writing and then you can look at my about page in the same way And it's also starting with them and not with you. A lot of people think an about me page on a website is about you. It's not about you. It's about them again. It ends with you at the bottom of the page, but it starts with them at the top. 
So now you can use the ideal client words and sentences, everything you've come up with to write these pages. Before you do that, I would though suggest that you have talked to at least three people that actually are real. So yes, you said you have already one person that fits this description. Find two more. And I think three is always, the word three is always in my mind in terms of anything. One person could be lucky, you know, lucky winner. But three that fit this description that you have for your ideal client, then you know, yes, you get a confirmation. Maybe you even adjust the description. You said, ah, I forgot to think about that. Or this is how C thinks about it. And then you put it into your description. Once you have that, then you can write your work with me and about me page based on this. Shall I uh, like interview them on the telephone? Like, this is what I want to offer. Would it be something for you? And what would be good for you? Or, or what is your problem? Or So when I come up with a new idea, for instance, two, three years ago, I was thinking of a course around launching. I ended up doing mastermind instead, and now launching is inside Zomba. But I would post that I'm looking for three people to talk to, and they are they launching in the next three to six months. So in your case, you want to talk to people who have a talk coming up in the next, whatever, weeks or months. And you might want to do it just within this network, so you know that they're already your ideal clients. And... You can offer them free a 30-minute session in terms of coaching them, but instead you want to interview them for 30 minutes. Typically, it doesn't work so well to ask people, would you buy my product and what would you pay? Because if Steve Jobs would have asked us if we wanted to pay 1,000 euro for the iPhone, I bet nobody would say yes to that. And still people pay 1,000 euro for the iPhone. So I skip all price discussions in these interviews. I never bring them up. I record the session. I do it on video. I'm just a fan of video anyway. But make sure that you have questions that dive into the problem. So typical questions would be like, would you hire help to you know, get this done? So what, what would you like to do? You might like to be a better speaker as an expert, right? And they say, okay, that's why they're talking to you in the first place. Otherwise, they wouldn't get the interview with you. And I said, have you hired someone before? Have you read some books on this subject? Have you, like, figure out what they've done so far. Yeah? And then if they've tried something, ask them how did it work or, or what did they get out of it? Would you consider hiring a help in the future? Would you prefer doing an online course or would you rather have a one-on-one coach? But not exactly, they don't know exactly what kind of program they want, but you can still ask a little bit in the direction. And then you can ask, what do you think is your biggest challenge when it comes to speaking as an expert, for instance? And they say, uh, I get so stressed, uh, you know, I get dry mouth or, or, say, or let's say, oh, I find it so easy to talk in front of 100 people, but when I have to talk in front of 10, that makes me nervous. Whatever it is, you just want to, and when you get these sentences, you absolutely like, that's why you don't want to record it because this is your sales page. You start, do you find it harder to talk in front of five people than 500? Does your mouth get dry? Do you get, uh, you know, this feeling? And this is the start of your sales page, but this is what they said. So 
Now you know who is the right ideal client to get started with. You need to talk to at least three of them and then get all these challenges that they see. And then around it, you ask, what have you tried so far? What would you like? What would be your ideal solution? And then somebody would say, oh, I would love if you come to my home and within three hours, you make me into the perfect speaker. And you say, well, that's probably not doable, but what would be the next next to an ideal situation? I said, well, probably I would love to work with someone for a three month period, blah, blah, blah. Depending on how you know advanced, but it sounds like you're talking about very, you know, professional people that are good at what they do and they've probably have bought coaching in the past, I could imagine. Some sort of training and coaching. So it's not new to them to hire someone to help them. And I think actually you've picked a very good ideal client because they're probably willing to invest in themselves. Yeah, I'm really looking for people. This is also why I really love your program and everything I um, see from you or hear from you. You always say, stop, no, this you have just the right uh, words always because I don't want to work with everybody. I really want to work with people who want to do action and so who yeah. wants to, to go to the next step. Um, yeah, and that's why you contact these interviews. Mm -hmm. Those who do an interview, they're probably also more likely people to be taking action because they're doing it. They do it as a, you know, there's something in it for them, something in it for you. Who knows? Maybe from these interviews, you sign up immediately your first three clients. You never know. <laughs> you never know. So are you ready for the next step? I'm absolutely ready for the next step. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing the inner coaching with me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And yeah, I'm looking forward to all the next things we will make with you. That's just great. I wish you best of luck, Insa. Thank you very much. Bye. Do you want to start a new business or change your current business? Find your true passion and the right business idea with my free video series. You can sign up by going to sigrun.com forward slash 104. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give this show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.